everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee Talk. If you've just joined, Coffee Talks are the short in-between episodes where we read your user-submitted stories, hang out with friends, talk about witchy pop culture, or chat with you about what's going on in our personal practices. And if you want to be featured on Coffee Talk, email us at submission at coffeeandcauldrons.com. Or you can send your submission to our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. You can send us your tips, your ghost stories, or any kind of funny story you think the community would love to hear. We are currently looking for folklore stories. So if you have a folklore story, please, please, please send it our way. And be sure to let us know if we can share your name or if you prefer not for us not to share your name your social media usernames are also a great way to get credit and if you're like a shop owner i mean you know you know yourself (laughs) (laughs) Uh, actually speaking of that speaking of shop owners um maria and i made an announcement on social media but in case you missed it in the month of september we are planning to do a special shout out to all of the lovely creatives uh artists shop owners within our community who make us function (laughs) Mm -hmm. without you wonderful people we wouldn't have the entire creative segment and simultaneously you guys are so talented you guys should get shout outs so do check out our social media we are doing a fun little promotion it is free for anyone to join i'm not going to get into the full details but it is on there so go ahead and check it out (laughs) yes yeah um, Maria, you said yes. you had a book you wanted to talk about. Do you want to yes. tell us about your yes, book? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Okay, so, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I finished um, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, and I wasn't expecting for it to be as magical as it was. Um, it's kind of like, I think the author got a lot of inspiration from the movie The Age of Adeline, but they're like two separate things, kind of. Okay, I don't know <laughs> but, either, but I, I'm going to trust your opinion on that. <laughs> uh, well, you need to get on Age of Adeline. That's oh really my God, is this one of those like, situations where your witchling would be like... Oh, Miss Robin, how? <laughs> Probably not because it's in my top five, but okay. I don't think it's in theirs. It's not on their radar yet, but it's just really good. It's about, well, the book is about a woman who has lived for like 300 years and she oh, lived for I'm 300 familiar years. with that. I, yeah. I haven't seen it, but it's got Blake Lively in it, right? Oh yeah, that's the movie. Blake Lively and, um, and Harrison Ford. Right. Okay. So I'm familiar with it. I've never seen it, but I do know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So good. So good. I love it very, very much. And (laughs) now I kind of want to watch it again. But (laughs) the book is about a woman who lived for 300, who has lived for 300 years. And she's lived 300 years because she made a deal with, they say like he's a god in the book, but I like, he gives major like fate energy vibes. Like, you know, that like, you know that sort of personality that's not quite evil not quite good has like a whole different moral code and stuff like that and um I don't like it was such a great book because uh, unlike the age of Adeline um she has like these rules that she has to follow and she every time she leaves a room people forget her um yeah so wow. they completely forget her. She cannot leave her mark in the world. 
Um, That's really kind of sad. It is really sad. But she kind of, in the, I don't want to give too much away, but she kind of finds a way to like go Make around it in the book. And that's like her whole thing is like sticking it to the, um, to the fae guy she made a pact with. Um, and I don't know. It was just a really good book and I highly recommend reading it. And then I want to know your feelings on the ending. So, Okay, I will, I will read it and then I will give you my opinion. <laughs> Honestly, the ending, I was a little bit like upset about it at first. I'm not going to say what happens. But the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, okay. That makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. It just, it took me a hot minute to be like, okay, that's fine. And I, like, I will reread the book. It's probably one of my favorite books now. So, Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna take your your strongly opinion strong opinion on that. I can speak. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a fast read. It's not that big. So okay. I'll look it up. You have to send yeah. me the link. Uh send me send me the details of it so I don't get the yes. wrong book. Because <laughs> <Will> do. <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> um, oh no. So you you have like a I have ghost, ghost story. story. I'm so excited because Robin told me that she has a ghost story. And it's I was a good like, one. Yeah. At least it, I felt me. it was good. I haven't told Maria anything. No, nothing. So, so um for those on. of you who don't know, the last few years, and if you're in the Discord, you'll know this because I've talked about it a lot. The last few years, mm, we've been watching my grandfather uh, pass away of dementia and he did uh, actually finally pass yesterday from when we were recording this. So may he rest in peace, but it's been a, it was a drawn out process over the weekend. So initially it started with him going to the emergency room on Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was with my grandma all day, and so I couldn't do any kind of candle lighting, couldn't set vigil, anything. And I had actually asked Maria if she could light a candle, just because I knew it was this was the end. I didn't know if it was going to be Friday or not, but I knew this was the end. We all did. Mm-hmm. And um, I, one of the people I asked is also a patron of Santa Muerte, and I had said, please set a vigil. Like, I just want him to pass peacefully, blah, blah, blah. So one of the things that was going on with him is that he was going to need surgery. It was an option. And my family, my, my parents did such an amazing job of just trying to make decisions that were going to make his life the most comfortable towards the end. And one of those Mm -hmm. decisions was to go through with the surgery, but the surgery wasn't to save his life. It was just to make his life comfortable for the last few days. Mm-hmm. And at the time that he went into surgery, I did not know whether or not he was alive still at this point. Cause it was all very like rushed and chaotic and we didn't know what was happening. And yeah, well, that time is like very liminal too. It's like, very, it was a very liminal, so liminal space. Like it yeah. really was. So one of the things, one of so a little something about me <laughs> is that in times of chaos, I do not know how to just relax. I, I am a, I'm a twiddler. I've got to do something to feel like I'm helping. I have to. It, it, if I don't, I'll go crazy. Like for example, he passed yesterday. I was like, I'm making a casserole. I'm bringing over a casserole. Like I don't know how to just like be cool. <laughs> I've got to be doing something to be helpful, or I'll go crazy. Um, 
And so I went when he had been taken to the emergency room, it was wee hours of the morning. Mm-hmm. And I my grandmother had mentioned to my mother that her bed was the bed was a mess. She had said the girl grandpa made a mess. Well, that could mean one of two things. That could yeah. mean he made like a defecation of some kind or in her mind, which is what it ended up being, that it simply was not made. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll go over there. I'll make the bed so she doesn't have to worry about it. <laughs> like, so I'm, I go over to grandpa's house and I'm rifling through their stuff to find fresh sheets and stuff like that. <laughs> and this is when it starts, okay? Okay. So I don't know if grandpa is alive or dead at this point. They are doing him pre-op for surgery. Mm-hmm. And so nobody knows his status at this point literally no one knows and in the state that he was in he literally could have just passed away before making it to surgery okay so i go into my grandparents room and i'm making the bed and all of a sudden the lights start flickering now it's a heat wave it's 105 degrees out i'm like i don't think anything of that initially i'm like oh it's a flicker before a brownout right Mm -hmm. think nothing of it (laughs) think it's a little weird because I didn't notice any other lights flickering, but also I'm like, well, I'm just like, I'm paying attention to the lights. Like, whatever. How supernatural of this moment. <laughs> right. And like, I'm focused on other things and I'm very stressed. Mm-hmm. So then the lights flicker again. Only, only this time the dog starts howling. Like the dog is sat at the edge of the bed going, Hoo! and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So now I'm starting to get my back up a little bit. Now I'm a little weirded out about what's going on, right? <clears throat> I would be freaked out too, just because dogs are really closely related to the underworld. Like well, not only that, stuff, so. but this particular dog uh-huh. has been my grandfather's protector this whole time. The whole mm-hmm. time that he has, they are very connected. If grandpa had any kind of anything, Barley was on it. Like anything. Like, and so the they are just very connected. And so immediately the hairs go up on my arms and I'm like, okay, so this is weird. And my grandma has two things in her room that are the really big, like indicators that freaked me the fuck out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first one is she has a light censored nightlight. So if something gets in front of the nightlight or it falls dark, the nightlight comes on. Now that had flicked with the, the light flicking and uh-huh. I didn't really, well, I also didn't realize that it was like a light sensor light. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, on its own, <laughs> nothing else is flicking. It starts to flick and then it stays on like something is right in front of it. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it again. Um, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like trying to make the bed. I'm hysterical at this point. And I'm like talking out loud. And I was like, I don't know if that's you, grandpa, but like, you're really scaring me. Like, today's been a lot. I love you very much. But, like, I know you're maybe just trying to talk to me. But, like, I am not in the emotional state to deal with this. Obviously, I said Mm -hmm. this through tears. So, it probably sounded like nothing. (laughs) But I was trying to, like, communicate and just be like, you're scaring me. Mm -hmm. So, then I go over to my grandma's dresser where I had set the pillowcases to make the pillows. And Mm -hmm. I notice that one of the things that was flicking with the lights is battery powered no (laughs) so it's not even like connected to anything so when everything else is flicking 
this little diffuser that was going like this high-pitched squeech and like flicking is not even connected to the power circuit. So I'm like, oh, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. So like I make the bed and I'm like, all right, I'm getting out there. Like I'm convinced that grandpa is dead at this point. So I grab my phone and I go to text my mom and say, tell her what happened. And as I am typing out what has happened, my mom texts me and goes, a baby was just born in the hospital. And so I'm like, you're fucking kidding with me that this is happening and a new life is coming into the world at the same time. Like, I don't know what you guys believe in, but I definitely believe in a form of reincarnation. So that freaked me the fuck out. And then literally 10 seconds later, like on the timestamp, I sent mom a text. My mom a text at 3.58. She sends me one back at 3.58. My friend who sent the vigil sent me one at 3.59. The vigil's done. Like it just finished. I just finished setting it up. So all this stuff (laughs) compiled. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I am in too much of an emotional state to like handle this in a way that is both respectful and also like not freaking me out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I try to compose myself. I go downstairs because they live in like an apartment upstairs of my uncle's house. Okay. Mm -hmm. As I go downstairs and I'm giving the dog extra love because like he saw the ambulance show up. Like I'm sure he's very confused and I'm just trying to give him extra love because it's been Mm -hmm. a hard day for everybody, including the dog. Right. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I'm sat on the couch with him giving him pets and all of a sudden his ears perk up and he starts to track something like with his eyes and I'm thinking okay it's probably nothing I'm like again I'm trying to like and I'm saying this out loud to myself (laughs) it's probably nothing he follows it all the way to my uncle's office and then the door closes to the office and I'm like no no goodbye we're leaving (laughs) I am not in a state to deal with this so all that to say I get home have a calm down. I'm like trying to rationalize it. Cause like my grandpa and I weren't particularly close, but I also don't think he would go out of his way to like ups- knowingly upset me more when I'm like verbally saying you're scaring me. So I'm like trying to rationalize. It's all probably a coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I just don't think he would do that. I just don't think he would. Like we weren't super close, but he also isn't, wasn't like the prankster type. You know what I mean? And you were also in his home. Like, yeah, like it was just, it was just a lot. And I just don't think that he would do that to me. I just don't. Mm -hmm. And so my uncle calls me cause my dad let him know about what happened lightly and said to call Robin. (laughs) My uncle calls me and I tell him about it. And he's like, okay. He's like, Let's let's do some timestamp comparison. He's like, what time did all these texts happen? And so I tell him the timestamps. I'm like, I gotta write my phone, I can pull it right up. So I tell him the 358, 359. He goes, I he was like, it was four o'clock on the dot. He's like, I remember. He's like, four o'clock on the dot. I suddenly got an urge. I had to leave. Like I had to get out of here. I had to get down to dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> And then I tell him about the office door closing and he was like, that's not possible. And I was like, what do you mean that's not possible? He goes, there's a door stop in front of the door and like, there's no breeze. There's no windows in that office. And I was like, I didn't see it because I opened the door back up. I was like, I didn't see a door stop. He's like, Robin, there's a door stop. That door has never been closed. <laughs> I was like, ha! <laughs> I was like, guess what? I'm never going to your house again. 
Your uh, uncle has to go home to that. <laughs> yeah, and so he, my uncle used to work in hospice care, so he's very familiar mm-hmm. with spirits in general, mm-hmm. especially of like the elderly. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, maybe it wasn't grandpa. Maybe it was the previous owners. He's like, I've never seen anything, but also nobody's ever not been home. There's always been somebody home. Mm-hmm. And maybe they felt like they could roam around. And I was just like, hmm, maybe. Either way, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I think it's so different that when you're emotionally connected to, like, a spirit and what's happening. Like, it's just, yeah. you know. Yeah, as much as we want to help, as you said, you're not in an emotional state. I was just not in an emotional I was with, not but... in the mindset to be able to, like do the things you're quote supposed to do right even mm-hmm. as like, witches and spiritual people like I was incredibly emotionally distraught mm-hmm. and like cause you know when he went to the emergency room like I saw him I saw how that looked and I was just my heart was breaking for him it was breaking for my grandma and so like I was just not in the mental place to be like hey ghost you know or like do anything that might like rationally and logically kind of diffuse the situation I was just so emotional that mm-hmm. I was like goodbye goodbye forever <laughs> never coming back in this house <laughs> adios <laughs> yeah, do you think so, if your uncle keeps experiencing stuff will you go over there yeah no I will yeah. we've already talked about it okay. um, my uncle is he doesn't believe in witchcraft per se, but he's a very firm believer in like spirits and ghosts because he worked in a hot, he worked in a at home, like, or not at home in a hospice care place and he worked the overnights. <laughs> so hmm. he is very familiar with the dead <laughs> um, and is like, oh no, the ghosts are real. He's like, it's not a, I believe in them. They're real. He's like, it's a, it's a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've talked about it. Just kind of loosely, because again, yeah. there's been other stuff going on. But um, yeah, that was that was my week, <laughs> my weekend. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I was genuinely, I was genuinely scared, but because I was so emotional. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, yeah. That's like the only emotion that was left. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's alright. <laughs> Yeah, that was intense. It was intense, and like I said, I uh, for for all intents and purposes, I'm very glad that Grandpa passed on. He's not in pain anymore, and that's what's important. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. We do have user submitted ghost stories. We do. We have three. So, on that note of ending, <laughs> would you like to read our first one? Sure. Okay, so. This doesn't have a name, so I'm guessing no name. Right? It's anonymous. It is yeah. not. The oh, first one is, is anonymous. I, yeah. I scrolled up past it, so it only showed the story and not the top <laughs> part. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it was Halloween night. And <laughs> I had to. <laughs> Okay, it was Halloween night, and I had just gone home from a party. I was tired, but I was using a new set of sheets that wasn't quite fitting my bed correctly. So I went to the bed, and like I had done for the past several nights, flipped the comforter completely off to readjust the fitted sheet corner at the bottom of the bed. I stood in shock as I flipped the comforter off and saw something lying in the middle of my bed, a key, 
It was a normal key, metal and roughed up, not an ornate, not ornate in any way. And it was in the center of my bed between the two sheets. It was 100% not my key. And it had absolutely not been there for the past several nights. I had lived alone and no one had access to my apartment. It freaked (sighs) me out. Friends encouraged me to use it on every door I could find. Oh no! (laughs) No! <laughs> That's, That's an invitation to, to a world. portal to hell. Like we've all seen Coraline. Please be so fucking for real. <laughs> oh no, I want to watch Coraline too. Anyways, okay, I put it on my key ring, but never did anything with it. Then several years later, I pulled my keys out, and the key was gone. What? I still think about this all the time. Any thoughts on what this could? They are welcome. I think we covered that. Did I dodge a bullet or miss out on a great opportunity? You dodged a fucking bullet. Are you kidding with me? Okay, I'm on two separate ends of the spectrum. No way. All right, let's 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 all listen to Maria be like, be friends with the fairies. Go on. (laughs) This was like a spirit, just like being like, hey, you know, this key could lead to like a but like you know those New York apartments that have like that extra room. And it's full of antiques. And like, if, like, let's say you own that apartment, like you have, like, those are all yours, all yours. Like, yeah, what did you just release? But, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, on the other end of the spectrum, what exactly as you said. What bullshit is that? <laughs> that absolutely not. That is a portal to the other worlds. That's to hell. That's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been like your neighbor's key who snuck into your apartment yeah and was like hey yeah i think i would have more questions about the key uh <laughs> is this i i'm picturing skeleton key which right? like they said that it wasn't it was just a right. normal key but i'm picturing skeleton key regardless <laughs> um much to consider <laughs> um but yeah, I, I, well, then even then you say it's like a normal key. They say it's uh-huh. a normal key. If it's an old New York apartment, there's there and there's like some locked door. It would be a skeleton key. Like it'd be yeah. an old. That's true. Uh, portal to hell. Also, portal to hell. I don't know if the person who wrote this works with Hecate. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it was an invitation to work with her further, but I don't know. So just something to consider. Yeah, I don't, want so I don't know enough about that. Yeah. The keep. Oh, so scary. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you want to uh, read our next story? I do. This one comes from Stacy. Stacy's Instagram handle is Green Witch's Kitchen. Um, they say it's a bit of a long story, but I don't think it's that long. I mean, we all just sat through my 15 minutes ghost story, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, I've been able to see spirits since I was a toddler. I would chat to three women in particular, Sarah, Colleen, and Muffy. (laughs) As a good older, I saw spirits less, but I would on occasion see them walking around the house. They didn't scare me. It was just part of normal life. I would see people walk with a dark figure to a tree and never come out again the other side. Come out again the other side. Later, finding out the tree in question, a cypress has a connection with mourning and death. 
my mom all can also see spirits and has had an old lady that she has seen for years. When I was in my 20s, I found that the spirit of a preteen slash early teen boy had attached itself to me. He was the clearest spirit that had come to me and he would run past my windows and on one particularly scary occasion, he stepped out in front of my car while I was driving. I've had that happen before. It's so scary. (laughs) I knew instinctively that he wasn't there to hurt me, but he was starting to to be a bit of a pain in the ass. (laughs) Flash forward a few years and we were at a party for my grandfather. There are photos from his childhood and his ancestors, and there, sitting in a wooden rowboat, is my spirit friend, my grandfather's uncle, who he named, who he was named after, who drowned at 13. I became incredibly cold, covered in goosebumps, and started to tear, tear up. I felt relief in finding out who he was, but since that day, I have not seen him. I've never held any belief that the spirits are trapped with unfinished business. He was hanging around and I happened to be able to connect. I still see spirits, but no one has had as much of an effect on me as him. That's kind of He just wanted to be remembered. Yeah. Remember me. (laughs) (laughs) How very Coco. Oh, no, I want to watch Coco. Okay, I have three movies I want to watch now. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not allowed to watch Coco because I cry so hard. Um, <laughs> and I made Frank watch it because I was like, oh, well, this is like about things I believe in and things I grew up with. We have to watch it. And then when Coco died, he cried and he was like, this is fucked up. We're not watching this again. <laughs> I still remember, like, we've, we had already seen it like a few times, but... Um, we were watching it as a family and the witchling like went to sleep usually typically during show like movies we just like turn it off and then start watching our own thing if the witchling like falls asleep but no me and my wife were just like sitting there on the couch crying and you know <laughs> sobbing while finishing the kids uh, movie <laughs> just kills me it's such a good movie though such a good so movie good. Coco in my so opinion good. is one of the best ones that com- has come out in the last decade from Disney yeah true um do we have time for another one or i think so one one last one last one okay so this is from isabel and they say hello i am back with oh so they're a return one yes i don't remember the last story i don't remember the last story either but i love that they've come back to read to give us another (laughs) i know thank you isabel but yet again two more stories these are not ghosts but tales of my spell experiences Ooh, something new (laughs) very excited okay so first off thank you so much for reading my story a while ago it was so funny to hear your response to my email again thank you for everything you do um my first story is about the first spell i ever did everything went um everything went fine during the spell the spell i titled accepting change with candles the incantation i had written sounded great but ideally wasn't it read change is inevitable inescapable from blink of an eye to broken bones nothing is ever the same do you see anything bad well less than a week later i gained an oh gosh i can't even i cannot pronounce that 
but a fracture of my right pinky toe. If I stepped on it, it would poke out of my skin. No, <laughs> Isabel, what the hell? <laughs> Isn't that just great? Yeah. to you all, be very specific with your incantations. Yes, and envision really well what that change means. Like, even <laughs> mm, mm, uh, like, I, that's why I always try to put like with spells like that. You're muted. You got muted. Unmute. I didn't press anything. <laughs> I was just sitting here reading. Repause yourself. Say you were you were saying. Um, I, I think we should leave that in because that's creepy. Because you have to physically press the button. Yeah. Oh, so scary. What? That's, I didn't click anything either. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I'm still gonna say it because I yeah, don't know where it was. Yourself. Please do. That's what I'm saying. You can repeat yourself and edit it, but you're right. That is crazy. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I always like to say, like after spell, like doing incantations, no harm done unto me or others, like something around those lines. Um, I just think it's very important to put because, I mean, you know, it just, it leaves that not up to interpretation, like yeah, it at mm-hmm. all. I even do it for parking because I have like a whole parking thing that I say and I make sure to also what? put that. Yeah, to get a parking space. <laughs> oh, I have a whole incantation that, that is that I no do. way what I thought you meant when you said parking. Um, I will not elaborate further on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, so my next story is current. My only best friend that is a sister to me re- is really struggling mentally. Oh, well, I hope they are doing better or feel better soon. One time in January, she came over to my house. She is also into witchcraft and such. So when we were bored, we decided, hey, why not do a spell? So I got the idea to do a banishing spell for her depression. Literally the next day, my friend got a counselor at school. I see where this is going. (laughs) My friend got a counselor at school. I saw her getting better after a few weeks. Two weeks ago, she got her own therapist, and now I haven't heard say I hate my life wishing you wellness yeah that is not where I saw that going banishments are so tricky that (laughs) that they kind of like the broken pinky it can go one way or the other (laughs) well I think for something like that especially if the person is there they can actually that's true that's very very true so Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us this week on Coffee Talk. We hope to see you next week for our regular episode. You can check out our website for links to our submission forms or shoot us an email at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com to tell us any ghost stories, witchy stories, tips, or topics that you think the community would love to hear. Yes. And as always, if you enjoy Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to support us directly, consider joining us on Patreon, where we share articles, a special part two exclusive episode, have a spell of the month box and a discord. And our class this month has Lilith Dorsey, which is going to be huge. So we hope you guys will join us. (laughs) Yeah, join us and now our new podcast ghost. 
Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>